Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 84 for Wednesday, April 26, 2023. My name is Marty Sleeva, and I am joined once again by Nick and KC. Look, we're back. Nick's back from his journeys. Oh, my God. All three of us are back. Look at this. Look at us my doing a podcast together. My plane delays. Uh, yeah, your 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 very basic delays. I'm gonna. Uh, Was that the plane gonna, you meant? I'm just gonna bring a box with me when I go to the airports from now on. The hitchhike what, everywhere in the box. What's me, in the box? I'm just gonna live in the box at the airport. What? I just assume. <laughs> I just assume my planes are gonna get delayed, so I might as well just prepare in advance. <laughs> what what if Nick, Nick? What if you have like latent psychic energy, and every time you dread having your flight delayed, you delay the flight? That's possible. Think about it. You know what? Things could be worse. Uh, your your plane could crash midair over the Pacific. You could land on an island, like on the hit TV show Lost, currently being rewatched by yours truly. Uh, thank you, I everyone, for joining us. Home faster. I was telling everyone about Jedi Survivor. <laughs> I was really excited about the Jedi's. They're back. Uh, as you can see uh, in our, our thumbnail, uh, we've had a chance to play uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, the embargo is up. Uh, we've we've played it to various degrees. Some of us have had much more difficult times playing it than others. Uh, you'll hear all about that. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll give you we'll give you our thoughts uh, on the game, uh, and then uh, we'll we'll talk about some little news bits that have been coming up, uh, including uh, another wrinkle in the uh, uh, ongoing saga of will Microsoft be able to acquire uh, Activision, uh, and it's now starting to seem a little bit like they won't be able to. A wrinkle? It's like a wall. Yeah. <laughs> What is a wall if not Earth's wrinkle? Uh, I guess that'd be like a canyon. You're like a mountain. That's an Earth wrinkle. Yeah, a little valley. Yeah, wrinkles, some valleys. Wrinkles go up. Uh, do they, or is it everything else going down? Think about it. It's too late in the day for that. Think about it. Think no. about it using your hot new headphones. Hashtag free ads. Uh, we'll also be talking about the latest <laughs> Flash trailer. Um, that made a big splash. Um, the the Flash, a big movie coming out this summer. It screened at CinemaCon. How come I didn't? How come no one sent me to CinemaCon? I love conventions and I love cinema. So, what's going on? Uh, but anyways, the Flash screened. Uh, people seem to enjoy it. But I kind of want to get everyone's temperature on uh, like this movie's had like it's just got a lot of stank around it. It's got a lot of stank. stank. It's got a lot of like insider drama. It's got a lot of human drama. And I just I just want to know what we actually think about this. And then. Uh, Outside of other stuff we've been playing, uh, the first previews came out for Tears of the Kingdom. And guys, I'm really excited for a Zelda game. Are you? No kidding. Yeah, it's hard to believe. It's been six years since I was really excited for a new Zelda game. You know, what's crazier is that you've been replaying all of the previous Zeldas leading up to it. You're currently on Breath of the Wild now. I just started Breath of the Wild, yeah. I, like, how are you not going to be burnt out by the time you get to Tears of the Kingdom? Have you, have you, know you seen if, this man? He can replay Persona 5, 150-hour game, like once a year. He doesn't know do. what Burnout is. Uh, Burnout was an incredible racing game that EA should bring back. Shit, hashtag bring back Burnout takedown. Um, no, it's if listen, if if Link is going on a, a long journey, a long arduous journey, I can too. Now, be I don't more think like, be more like Link, Casey. <laughs> uh, speaking of Link, uh, we got a new funding goal in the corner. Casey, did you oh, hear about this? I did not. Uh, exploring the Zelda series with Jesse and Casey. How, is, how am I attached to this and no one told me? Jesse uh, brought it to me. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm aware this was an idea that was being thrown around. Uh, the Get Jesse to the Sheik, which is like yeah. the sequel to Get Jesse to the Greek. Yeah, so it's going to be once once you guys slay the the, the final gods in God of War 3, uh, Jesse has zero experience, I believe, with the Zelda series. I believe that is the case, yes. He's probably played Smash, so that's uh, that doesn't is count. That, that, doesn't count. that is <laughs> a temple level. I always thought Link was the main character playing Smash, but it turns out Zelda. Also, you, your first introduction to Legend of Zelda was Smash, like that character. Yeah, because that that was me for with Metroid and like Earthbound and pretty much every Nintendo IP. Yeah, what about Mario? Damn. Yeah, but that makes sense. A lot of people thought that. No, Mario that, Sunshine was my the first movie? Mario game. Oh my god, that's craziness! Death is coming. <laughs> Death <laughs> is right around the corner. That's just weird because you're not that young. Well, I just didn't like I didn't own a GameCube until I won one free in a competition. So. And, and that's fair because, yeah, like, kind of a back, OK, that's OK. That's a lot. I played Super the one with Yoshi on Game Boy Advance, Super Mario Bros. Advance, I think. Well, that would be Mario the one World with Yoshi. Mario Super Mario Advance 3, I believe, was a port of Mario World, which was the launch game for the Super Nintendo. And that was the introduction of Yoshi. Oh, I had no idea they ported to Mario World to Game Boy Advance. They did. Well, what a time to be alive, guys. What? What? Did, like, did they add anything new? Or was it not really? In Mario Three, they ported it and they added a bunch of levels that were only accessible by the yeah, that card reader. Yeah, that's yeah. how I played through uh, Mario Bros. Three. Yeah, exactly. So, all sorts of excitement there. And also, uh, as you guys know, uh, this show and and everything else we do to escape is, is funded. Uh, by your incredible, um, just your 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 community love, your memberships, your donations, your patronage. Uh, Christopher Frank, uh, Pepper Blood, and Scooby the Slayer, welcome to Early Access to Tip Chart. Thank you guys so much. And Nick the OG, $2 donation. Thanks so much, Nick. Get Jesse to the Sheik. This is it for the name alone. <laughs> I was going to say Lamau, but you, we don't say Lamau. Lamau? Lamau. Yeah, L-M-A-O, Lamau. Um, I've never heard anyone try to read that lamau you never heard of lamau lamau i've heard yeah i've I've heard lol i've heard raffle you've heard the raffle never heard lamau you've written in the raffle copter you know what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna throw a curveball today i mean well i was just gonna start with i was gonna start with jedi survivor but i also do you guys have anything you want to talk about before jedi survivor it's a big topic people might be tuning in look we have ten thousand concurrence right now no, I don't. we don't. Dude, I have the big open. I assumed we had done. Scared me for a second. Yeah, that's too many people. Something's wrong. Uh, did you? Did you? Uh, like, did you have any more stories to tell before we go to Jedi Survivor? Uh, no, not really. Casey has stories. Was he telling a story? Either of Was you? I no. Either of you guys? You, no. A lot of times at the start of a podcast, we just tell little stories. Casey's thinking about buying a twenty-five hundred dollars monitor, which just seems insane. Well, I don't, don't I didn't even put that information price. out to the world. I didn't even look at the price of that thing. Yeah, because I don't. Because the truth of the matter is, I don't have that money. That's what makes this this kind of purchase so contentious. Because I am seriously considering it, but I don't actually have that kind of money on mm. hand. So mm. it should be interesting. I might have yeah, to surprise guys. Interesting. <laughs> Twenty five hundred. That's a that's a that's just a beef. That's a beef of a monitor. That, that's more Chat is fifty five inches too big for a monitor. Yes. Sound off in the comments below. Hold on, I'll, I'll I'll share the link in the chat. So yeah. Can see what the hell I'm talking about. There's a link. There's a link. Nice. I don't know. All I see in the description oh, is link. cockpit mode, and I kind of want to know what that is. It's like wrap uh, around you, your you head. Turn, you turn this the because it's fifty five inch curved monitor. You sit close enough that it pretty much does envelop your head like that. 
But then cockpit mode is you turn it um, landscape. And so you can sw- you can set like screens so that they're top, middle and bottom. And then you can like lean back in the chair and just like look straight up. It's really stupid. I probably wouldn't even use that mode, but <laughs> come on. Beautiful. <laughs> Buy a $2,500 monitor and not use its features. Good. <laughs> this is smart financial I told, I, advice. I told you. Nick, you bought $400 headphones and they do the same thing and- that these fucking 599 headphones i got from Walgreens do. you can't people can't talk to you through them you guys are literally talking to me right now no like people not on headphones like if someone entered my room many, and wanted to talk to me i could absolutely room, talk to them right now because these aren't like clogging up my ears exactly these yeah i'm worried about out. noise cancellation honestly I, like i i want to be able to hear like a sudden whatever in my I peripheral i don't you have dogs. Would, what if your dogs if somebody, are... If somebody starts talking to me and I don't want to hear it, all I got to do is put these on. And then I can just click the button and their voice goes away and I'm I'm unhappy. The, the only people you talk to most of the day in real life are your roommates and your dogs. What are you like? You trying and to like... you guys. But, but you're wearing them when talking to us. I can change the settings. So I, I can twist my volume down. Bye-bye. Yeah, he could just he <laughs> can put the headphone on and then mute the sound in the headphones and then he's just deaf now. Jason says, I was going to super chat, but now I'm looking at my $300 monitor. And now I'm like, uh, see, you got to upgrade Jason Tudor, get that $2,500 monitor. Hey, cockpit mode. No. We can do crimes together and we'll figure yeah. it out. Don't spend 20. <laughs> if you're going to get, don't get a $2,500 monitor. Just get an LGC one. It's like half the price and better. And it's, <laughs> mine's 55 inches. Too. How do you know it's better? You don't know. Yeah, it, you can't judge it before you don't knock it before you try it. Like I, I'll do some work because I don't, the, the thing is I don't need new monitors i just i don't need it so this would be <laughs> this would 100 be just like a oh i'd re- i think that's really cool let me see what i can do in order to attain it probably won't if we're being like honest honest but there's there's like a 30 40 chance this might happen you should so, you should buy enough curved monitors to just create like a prison around you <laughs> just like the full 360 degree prison you should wait to spend money because we may, may have an escapist trip to tell you about soon. I mean, but it's not a trip if the people have to spend money. I yeah, was thinking more about this. I, yeah, I like like we're going we'll talk about this later. <laughs> it's not a vacation if I got to pay for it. I guess that is a vacation. Technically. Yeah, it's all vacation. <laughs> but if, if I got to do work when I go, no, you don't have yeah, to do work. A, we're going to party. Yeah, but if I hang out oh. with work people, that's so much. That's work. Well, yeah, that still kind of counts as work. I gotta, I, I gotta stop with Marty on this. Any, any time <laughs> hanging out with Marty is work. <laughs> I fucking agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I expense, I expense everything to myself for having to spend time with myself, including the sixteen hours I've currently spent in Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the latest game from EA and Respawn in the hit Jedi series. I don't know what we call this franchise. Star Wars. Yeah, Jedi. no, it's, it's it's literally just Jedi, and then they colon and then give you a subtitle, so yeah. it's actually called Jedi. Yeah, the Jedi franchise. Um, the game is out uh, Friday, I believe. Uh, review embargo went up today. Um, we are allowed to talk about what we played. So what? Um, I, I'm pretty sure I've played the most out of anyone here. Uh, Nick, how much have you played? Casey, how much have you played? I am, uh, I think, and getting near the end of the first planet. First planet is in like not Coruscant? The, not the, the, not the prologue. Is... No, the first, okay. like the first prologue? planet. Yeah, yeah. Um. You had a uh, you had some you had some some issues. Yeah, uh, I was try- trying to use uh, the code in the shared account and uh, EA's. Uh, they, they don't use Origin anymore. It's just EA app. Yeah, but um, yeah, like whatever it's called, uh, it's it's it doesn't like when you try to play stuff offline. 
Um, so I, I waited till like really late at night so that I wouldn't like bug anybody. And then I, I put like a solid two hours in. So I did, I get through the prologue. I think I did a little bit of some stuff after that, uh, but I was trying to get some time in earlier today. Um, and the save file was missing. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it'll come back someday, but, uh, at this point I feel <laughs> at this point, I feel like it was kind of a wash. I might just wait until it releases. Uh, yeah. If you hear us, please just send us many codes. Yeah. Just give, give us. Yeah. A give us all codes, the codes, please. Just give us all the codes. Send it, send it on. We send it on all the other consoles. Uh, King Dead with the GLR Donuts said Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Fallen Order, Colon Survive. Oh my God. We are back in like the Jedi Knight like realm of like, there's too many names here. Well, these, Star Wars. These, but these are even worse though because it was Star Wars Colon Jedi Knight. Now it's Star Wars Jedi Colon, colon. Fallen Order Survivor. Yeah. We don't know. The order's already fallen though. We're only, we're only worried about survivors um, right now. Um, I guess I mean in the limited time you guys have had with it, are you are you are you positive on it? Are you negative on it? I mean, Casey, you uh, you are a known uh, I don't want to say hater of the original, but a known uh, you're you're not entirely. Oh, yeah, like I, I, original. yeah, I've had uh, legitimate criticisms of how the first game played, mm-hmm. and um, so far, like I really only put two hours in it. Uh, I will say. I do feel I can feel some improvement and kind of just how the character moves around and how the, the combat feels. Um, it's a lot more responsive uh, in terms of like uh, registering when I'm pressing the button to parry, like because that was that was a big issue for me is just you press the button and you see Cal raise his hand like after the fact. And I'm like, that's way too slow. Mm-hmm. But like that, that seems to have been addressed. Um, and a lot of the wonkiness of like the platforming and stuff, uh, again, very early in the game. So like it's not super difficult stuff, but um. They've kind of streamlined it, and it's also aided by the fact that they, he doesn't start from zero, right? He still has yes. some of the uh, abilities from the last game. So, like stuff like pulling, uh, like swinging vines to you, and double jumping, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like that's already in there, so that already makes that burden a little easier to bear. And then the platform feels okay. They've also added a grappling hook, which they yeah. give you super early on. And grappling hooks make everything better as well. And it, it cuts you through a lot of just the climby, wimey stuff that uh, a lot of the first game had. Uh, so I I am up on it so far. Nick, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm already, I'm loving it uh, because I, I won't spoil anything, but it, it brings in an element that I was completely not expecting on the very first world. Uh, and it, <laughs> I got real excited as like somebody that's like kind of up, more up to date with Star Wars stuff lately. So um yeah, the combat feels really good. Uh, I like that they added even more dismemberment. Seems like Disney's kind of yeah. I noticed like that letting, too. Yeah, yeah. It feels like Disney's kind of letting people maybe do a bit more with Star Wars between like you know kind of what we saw in Andor and you know Fallen Order. And I have a feeling like Ahsoka is going to feel a bit darker and more true to like you know what Star Wars kind of was gearing towards with Clone Wars and Rebels, the animated series. So, <coughs> um, yeah, and that like. The game is beautiful. Like <laughs> there's so much detail, uh, and I'm only on the first world. And you know, Marty in your article you said like 12 hours in, you feel like you've only scratched the surface. So, kind of excited for like a really nice, long, drawn out Star Wars adventure. But yeah, I've been uh, I've been really taking my time. And anytime I get a new ability, I go back and and sort of do that Metroidvania sweep of of an area and and go back to. Um, the new the new places I can enter and everything and so yeah I've been I've been really loving it and yeah I've heard from so I know I talked to two people who finished it and one finished it in twenty five hours and one took fifty five hours so I guess your mileage may vary depending on how much you poke around things um, oh. 
But yeah, one of the things that stood out to me, in which I, I wrote about, um, I have more like a, a longer full impressions piece that went up I'll link to, uh, is that we talk about those sequels a lot. We talk about um, Uncharted 2 and we talk about Assassin's Creed 2 and even like Red Dead Redemption 2, um, games that sort of like sequels that just do what the first game did, but more, but bigger, but better, but fix the problems you had with it. And like, almost like, you know, that take a hot beat and make a hot song. I feel like this is one of those sequels. I feel yeah. like you feel the it when problems you the I had one. with the original. Yeah. And it's almost like, even though I just replayed the original, like at a certain point, I'm like, man, I cannot imagine going back to how sort of like stiff and lifeless the original game felt because like you said casey i think w one of those big things is like the cal at the start of this game is pretty much the completely powered up cal from the first game and mm -hmm. it doesn't pull like a metroid prime or a symphony of the night and sort of take all like find a find a story reason to take all of your your powers away it's like you can double jump you can wall run you can force pull things force push things you um you know you're you're, you're fully capable with a double-bladed lightsaber and two lightsabers and and you know, that kind of thing. And the game also uh, really quickly starts folding in new elements. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned the grappling hook you get really early on. Um, uh, without spoiling things too far, you get like this animal taming ability where you learn how to ride mounts and, and sort of, uh, you know, these kind of like chocobo-esque creatures or be able to sort of like hop on the, like grab the, the foot of a bird and use it to like glide to a specific position. Um, there's these like cool air dashes. So at a certain point, like the movement just feels really fucking good. And uh, I'm sure Nick will be thrilled about this, but uh, the level design is so interconnected that you are constantly unlocking shortcuts back to earlier positions. So it is it is getting rid of, of so much of that monotonous backtracking mm -hmm. that um, that was on the first game, especially like having to go back to a planet like Dothamir or Kashyyyk a couple times. Uh, plus, you could just um, fast travel between uh, any of the meditation points on any given planet. And there's a shit. Ton oh, of them. really? So, yeah, just right from the start, you can you can fast travel between them. I think you still need to get in your ship to fly from planet to planet. But once you get there, um, you can just ping back and forth. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm so apt at, like, engaging with kind of that Metroidvania, uh, uh, like, gameplay loop is because it is relatively easy to do that all. Yeah, the game, um, you know, the the problem I have, like, go, trying, I've tried to go back and replay Fallen Order a few times. And, like, it really mm -hmm. is a level design that kind of railroads me into stopping uh, because like the pathing of it is like you have to go like this whole distance to get to a shortcut and mm -hmm. in the first world you get to on survivor there's like multiple shortcuts to other shortcuts to get back mm -hmm. quicker and so like it it all feels organic instead of like real you know just you have to go down this path to get to this area it's like nope you can go here to get a shortcut take this shortcut and you're back like it's, yep. it's it just feels much better like it really does feel um you know, like like Dark Soulsy and that design where Dark Souls is like, you know, every time you get somewhere, like there's a way to get back to where you started. And this does mm -hmm. that exact thing. And like you can really feel like they took a look at the re re looked at their level design and like, you know, we don't wanna we don't wanna fast travel every point. Like let's just make it so that when you go through this side area, okay, now you can go right back to the start again if you need mm -hmm. to or whatever. So yeah, I really love that. And fast traveling between the meditation points like speeds everything up. So you're not spending, you know, half your time in the game just walking. <laughs> do you do you feel like there's been a need for using the fast travel? 
like despite the uh, extra shortcuts, like is it still is it zippy enough I've, that or now you're having fun enough that you're like just running back if you do need to backtrack for anything? I've I've used it once when I like I got lost on the, like the map is readable. I still don't really love the map, um, but it's it's way better than it was. I can actually understand yeah. where I'm going. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, it's hard, it's hard it's hard to represent a multi-layered 3d space in a 3d map um yeah. and it's yeah like you said it's not perfect there's some small things i like like i like how they added sort of the um the, the first game i noticed it in was in uh, breath of the wilds hero mode where you um it tracks your movement so when you open your map you see this little trail of the last like mm. whatever couple minutes or whatever of movement so you, you can you can pretty easily like orient yourself and be like oh that's where i came from so this is where i am and this is where i want to go yeah, that's super useful. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I would say, though, like if you played and beat Fallen Order, you should probably do the I think it's the fourth difficulty. The one the one that's after Jedi Knight, because I'm finding the game way too easy on just Jedi Knight normal difficulty. I'm playing on Jedi Knight. That's just the basic one, right? Yeah, that's I think three of five. Yeah, I would recommend four if you want a more of a challenge. So Jedi uh, Master? Jedi Master, and I don't remember what the last one is. The last one is Grandmaster, I think. Grandmaster, yeah. Uh, it's they they do an interesting thing too. They uh, crib. I always say this is from Hollow Knight. I'm sure another game did it first, but kind of like Hollow Knight had the pin system. Um, was that, is that yeah, I can't remember in Hollow Knight the pins where you had like whatever eight circles you could fill up with pins. Yeah. Some pins like, cost three, some pins cost two, some pins right. cost one. Uh, so they have these and they're, I believe they're called perks in this game. And most of them, you kind of need to um, engage with optional content in the game to unlock the perks. You need to, you go off the beaten path. You need to find the, uh, the, the meditation. There's these sort of like ancient high Republic rooms that you go in that are, uh, I'm bringing up breath of the wild a lot, but trust me, Everyone was inspired by Breath of the Wild. They're like the shrines in Breath of the Wild. Uh -huh. So you go, you take an elevator down, and there's just like High Republic tech, and you're you have to do puzzles and shit and solve it. And usually at the end of it, you'll get something like a perk, and that's one of those things you can uh, equip at, at meditation points in the same way you would equip um, the the pins in uh, Hollow Knight. And some of them are just like, oh, you uh, you can break an enemy's block quicker, or your health slowly regenerates. Other ones have have more um, drastic changes. Like there's one that. Uh, uh, pretty much makes it so that you will kill any normal enemy in one hit and even like tough enemies in two or three hits, but they will kill you in one hit. So it is uh -huh. like you are playing on like hardcore mode, but it's like fair hardcore to where it's like <laughs> it's hardcore for the for the enemies as well. Which I feel okay. like that's almost like I don't think I'd play the game like the first time like that but i feel like that would be an interesting way if i really got into a game that'd be an interesting kind of like realism yeah, like, way like halo skulls yeah <laughs> Both, yeah like, those kind of gameplay modifiers yeah that's a good way to put it um i also like uh i mentioned earlier how the world feels so much alive and i think a lot of that is because it's just packed with like flora fauna and people so not only they're like cute critters and like plants to collect and like little, little critters just acknowledge but there's just a shit ton of people everywhere and uh you know you talk to them and some of them have side quests or some of them will sort of tell you about a rumor which is like oh if you go over here you might find something cool 
Uh, and then other ones you recruit to go back to uh, Rambler's Ram- Rambler's Reach, I think is the name of your hub town. And they'll go there and like open up a shop or become like a quest giver there. And then a bunch of them will go to the saloon, which is is ran by Grease, who was your sort of forearmed like hairy friend from from the original. Mm-hmm. And I love the game has this bar that like when you first get to it is this like super dingy dive. And then as you meet more characters, they go back and start like injecting life into it. Like you'll meet someone who ends up being the musician there and like someone who opens up like a, a store upstairs and someone who starts like has a little game corner that you can go to and like play a, like a sort of a tower defensey game against. Um, cool. That's that's yeah. both uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Dark Souls 2 like that yeah like when you, everyone's going back to Majula yeah. yeah and I love it like every time I go back there like it feels like there's like so many there's like little things where you meet this weird little Scottish fisherman he's just like weird little alien dude in bodies of water and if you help him catch a fish he's slowly adding to this fish uh, fish tank behind the bar of the bar and so every time you go back to the bar there's like more fish in the fish tank and I'm like this is really cool I don't know there's just like I'm, I'm like a real sucker for sort of having home bases that uh, slowly grow throughout the game. So I've, I've been, yeah, I've, I've really been loving it so far. The story, in terms of stuff I haven't really liked, um, the story hasn't completely hooked me yet. Um, there's some some cool moments, but maybe it's the nature of how I'm playing. Like I'm getting small bits of story irregularly. So maybe that's like you're doing me. like a ton of like side stuff in between. Yeah, streets. yeah. And so like it's one of those things where it's like oh, it feels like I should be like focusing on the task at hand because it seems like this is very important. But also what's down this mine? <laughs> like <laughs> I got to go. I got to go see what's in this mine. Um, uh, that's funny because I was going to ask a little about kind of the tone of the story, because um, like I said before, like I like one of the main reasons why I after all that time jumped back into the first Jedi Order because I got really hyped on freaking Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars and stuff. I yeah. just wanted more of story in that time period. And I felt like Fallen Order kind of teased but didn't push anything in any particular direction. Uh, I was curious if if some of the stuff in this story appears to be a bit more consequential or like impactful to the Star Wars universe as a whole. Uh, like, do do other like important characters show up? Because I know Saw Guerrero was in the first one, and he's mentioned at the beginning of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't recognized anyone in the in the prologue at least so far. Like, so I'm just I, curious. I, I almost don't want to hear that because I feel like that's getting into spoiler territory. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want you to spoil anything, but like, I'm just curious if the if the story uh, maybe plays a bigger role in like maybe the larger Star Wars universe this time. And at the bottom of that mind, I found Luke and Leia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're doing hanging out on that mind. I don't know why they didn't smooch it again. Uh, yeah, I won't go into too much too much of the story stuff. Like there is, I know the moment Nick was talking about. Um, there's like cool, like oh shit moments, and like uh, uh, the story feels like it is. Um, it it is more vast than the original. The original was very much Cal's journey. Mm. Um, and and it felt kind of very small and personal in scale. It's it was like a lot of the the story in the original was like very interior for him. It was him coming to terms and and sort of becoming a Jedi once again. Uh, whereas in this, it definitely feels like there is a larger threat at play, and you are um, you know having to zip zap around the galaxy to uh, to solve that that larger uh, larger thing. I will say okay. some incredible optional costumes that you can buy. <laughs> If you like dressing up as Star Wars weirdos, oh my god, the customization of this game 
It's great. Yeah, and all that stuff apparently seems just available at the, well, not all of it, but a lot of it. Like, Cal just had, like, a bunch of different outfits to put on at the beginning. For me, I'm not sure. Maybe they, they might have sent us the, yeah, like, the Deluxe Game of the Year edition. Or uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind, Yeah, because you can, you can play dress-up as uh, much more than just ponchos. Like, yeah, you can just wear a bomber can, jacket. You can just look yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like legit dude. different clothes. You can customize literally every element of your lightsaber, every little part of it. You can customize it. I have the ugliest lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like, the light, like the lightsaber stuff doesn't do anything for me. Like it, I, is it ends up just looking color. the same yeah. as bubblegum. It is, it is ugly. It is ugly as sin. Yeah, like, other than the color of the actual saber, like I feel like yeah. that gets lost really easily, like whatever you're doing to like the handle. Yeah, they they like I just love how much like detail respawn puts in their games though, because like even the the different color lightsabers have different sounds. Like the, the the crystal you use has different like a different sound for each one. Town design is really good in the game. Yeah, it's also really, really good. it is one of those games where so, but I don't think this is a spoiler. A lot of enemies, at least on Kobo, are just battle droids, like battle droids from the prequels. And so, like you know, it's, uh, there's stormtroopers and shit in the game, but a lot of the enemies are just groups of battle droids. And I so often will come upon a group of them and kind of hide in the corner and not engage because the writing and voice acting is so fucking funny on them. Like, like battle droids are so like they understand like how fucking dumb those things are. And like the clone wars got it as well. And like, it's super funny, like how like dumb and pathetic the battle droids are. Um, So they really, they really nailed it there. Uh, One thing a lot of folks have been talking about is performance, which apparently on PC, the game is a mess. It sounds like for a lot of people. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen dropping this Friday for it. So that's the thing is like I even noticed on PS5 over the weekend there was a lot of rough drops. stuff, and then a patch went up today, and I've noticed it significantly better. So, it was because I, I downloaded it uh, like two days ago, and last night when I was playing, there was a insanely huge patch. Like it took three hours for the patch to freaking go in, and when I started playing. There was like a new, there were numerous sound bugs, like cutscenes mm. would play and like you'd hear them talk twice and then it would be all out of sync for like the rest of the cutscene. So like, you know I, biggest, I don't know what they patched. You know what the biggest <laughs> bug of them all is? What are we doing with 150 gig games? What's happening? What are we doing? Yeah, it's pretty huge. What are we doing as a society with games that are 150 gigs? That's too many gigs, <laughs> right? At, at that point, just like release half the game, <laughs> just install half. Let me play that. <laughs> then I'll install the back half if I get that far. You know, it's, it's just... Uh, kind of funny with me on survivor and i think i think it's mostly because like the screen tearing is really bugging me on ps5 at the performance mode uh but i've actually been playing it in quality mode which is you know your 30 frames at 4k and everything and i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised at like how much it doesn't bother me going back to 30 frames for like action games because i'm just thinking back to i think at the last breakout podcast i was on before i left again was uh talking about like the redfall controversy and playing mm-hmm. at 60 frames and like first person shooters got to play at 60 frames but like these action heavy games i'm more fine with like a cinematic feel to them at the at 30 frames but yeah the uh yeah i think that makes sense i think uh yeah I have to see how this performance patch on friday fixes it but they already mentioned in the email i just got a little while ago like screen tearing and all that was being addressed um, well, this just goes to show you, uh, people who play games on PC are bad and deserve to be punished for it. I <laughs> gotta <laughs> stop doing it. People are getting, people are not happy. They no. feel, well, I called That's because they play game. on PC. That's why. They don't, they don't, they don't realize you're joking. <laughs> well, you, I called them the second class citizen once. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
on the <laughs> on the Yahtzee channel. Yikes! <laughs> uh, uh, I hope that even that, that even though that guy like has been streaming off his consoles for like half the games he does for PostCP. Womp womp. Uh, yeah, I, I I hope they fix it. Cause this was is I feel like this has been a thing with a lot of games lately. What was it Wild oh, Wild Hearts had a lot of PC Wild issues? Wild Long, yeah, pretty Wolong much every well. every major PC yeah. game has been shit lately. Yeah, um, you know you know what's gonna be great at launch? Tears of the Kingdom. That is, game is, is gonna be that game is if you play it on handheld mode, you will burn your fingerprints off, and be able to commit as many crimes as I didn't, you want. Uh, I didn't even read the previews, but did any of them talk about performance? Uh, I, yeah, I did see good? some, but it was it was positive. The ones I read, I didn't read anything that was bad. Oh, I read a couple negatives. Oh, did you? Okay, oh. yeah, I read a couple negatives. I think a lot of people were like, yeah, "It's impressive that six year old hardware could do this," and other people are like, "What? Why? What's happening here?" <laughs> uh, I think I think uh, well, I think ultimately a lot of the thing was uh, if you are used to how uh, uh, what's it called runs. Uh, Breath of the Wild itself runs, then you'll be fine with how Tears of the Kingdom runs. When you think about it, Breath of the Wild was a Wii U port. Yes, the game it was, was developed for Wii U, so it, it, it plays and looked exactly the same on Wii U as it does. It plays on like the a Switch. Wii U port. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Jason Tudor, IGN actually gave it a nine out of ten, not an eight out of ten. Just to clarify, mm, I don't want to be like a well actually snopes. guy, but just no, I just I liked Dan's reviews and I watched I watched the review. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Uh, and I've so, uh, game, like almost completely spoiler free. I think I watched the launch reveal trailer, and that's it. With Raiden, Raiden, I'm stuck in a back to tank. Yeah, I like that blonde boy. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll have uh, obviously a lot more on. Oh, I don't. Know, did you guys have anything else to say on Jerry Suburb? No, no, uh, I think like I, I, you know, I'm not I'm about five hours into it, maybe four hours. But uh, yeah, if you if you loved Fallen Order, I mean, it, there's nothing about this that you're not going to like. And if you didn't like Fallen Order, this is apparently better. <laughs> yeah, the ways, like so it. maybe try this out. Um, I, I'm still not 100 percent convinced that a lot of the love comes from just Star Wars love because it's, it's still like a video game as video game as far as I can tell. But I have not played a ton of it yet. I do want to play more. I want to get further into it and see if they start uh, like breaking new ground in terms of just game stuff. Because like a, a dude running around with a laser sword isn't something you get every day. So like mm-hmm. I, they should they should be able to do some really fun stuff. So I hope I hope that's what's uh, what's coming. It by saying fun stuff. And Marty. Oh, did Marty just freeze? Marty, Marty doesn't like the fun stuff. <laughs> oh no! I like this. He looks like he's gonna be like very studious, and he's just he's just frozen. One more thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the only the only the only, my biggest criticism of Survivor so far from what I played is that it still looks like he's got shit in his pants when he's trying to run. His running <laughs> his running animation is just good. yeah. His running animation is a little awkward. I, I do I do think he moves better than he did uh, in the first game. Like he he looks like the the game was very animation heavy. Like like the way like NBA two K like will just play through a whole animation uh, before you can really do or control anything. It was like that, and I feel like they've gotten a handle on that a bit more. Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah, he maybe that's just how uh, the actor runs. Like they just mocap him and he just runs real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I kind of want to test that theory. Can we like get him on for an interview and see how he runs? That would be the worst interview you tell the actor. <laughs> like, hey, do a couple laps for me. Oh, Marty just left and Marty, came back. Marty dead again. 
God damn it. Marty's breaking everything. Maybe he couldn't hear us. Can you hear us, Marty? Yeah. Can, can you can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. I can't see you. You can't see us. Just no. uh, click click off on the different direct message to come back. Uh, it's not working. Whatever. I don't need to see you. Uh, I, I feel like this was me uh, <laughs> talking PC gamer second class citizens. Discord yeah, was like, yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah. You got uh, my, my last, my last, the criticism you missed that I had of Sur- Survivor is that his running animation just looks like he's got shit in his pants still. Maybe that's how he runs. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my theory. Yeah. Maybe that's how he runs. Uh, he's got pep in his step. Uh, no, the thing I was going to say is... But his, um, his legs are like, like curved to the side. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a, yeah, it's just a weird fun. You are obsessed. You do the same thing with Ryuji. You have a thing where you make you bully people whose legs. Uh, oh, folks who are like bow legged. I, I got compared yeah. to how my dad walks by my own family this weekend, so I'm taking Dude, that out. Genetic, Cal. Genetic. <laughs> um, I, I, one thing I, I really like about the game, in case you were saying like you you hope they do more fun things with it, is um, they lean into. Like not story wise, but like with all the auxiliary stuff, they lean into like silliness and absurdity and like giving you like really weird abilities and kind of new ways to futz with the world in a, in a way that I really like. So I'm really impressed okay. by it. That's encouraging. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll have uh, obviously a lot more on uh, Jedi Survivor once we've had uh, more of a chance to play it. Uh, and you can uh, tune in. Uh, Yahtzee's CP will be next week, I assume. Right. Yep. Cool. Correct. Yeah, and we'll have yeah, and we'll have a ton of uh, we'll obviously have a ton of uh, written content as well on it because a lot of people are very excited to very excited to jump into it. Nick the OG says that is how he runs. Watch Shameless. <laughs> oh no! There you go. Oh, no. That's really funny. Now I feel bad, but vindicated. <laughs> bad yet vindicated. <laughs> uh, and uh, did you guys read Fat Cotches? Oh no no no. We did uh, not. Fat Couch donated oh, five dollars. As greetings, y'all. Just passing by and paying my weekly tithes. 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 Yeah. Like, like tithes. when you go to church. You heathens. You don't. You didn't heard the word tithes. Never heard the word tithes. <laughs> nope. Is what is when you pay the church to to be holy or whatever. Whatever the reason. <laughs> that seems like a scam. It it is a scam. That's how the I money feel. was going to charity, not to them being holy. I mean, what does the church need money for? They don't pay taxes. Fuck, been duped. Because they, they want that twenty five hundred dollar monitor as well. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how much Jesus we could fit on this? <laughs> <laughs> Go to cockpit mode. Uh, you guys want to talk about some of those other other little news stories? Uh, sure. Yeah. The Activision Blizzard thing, because I think yeah. it's fucking hilarious that it was blocked over cloud technology. Like, what is that? Is the weakest shit. <laughs> uh Sony, so Sony yeah, put some money uh, in somebody's pocket for that one. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, <laughs> it's a little sketch. The CMA, the Competition and Markets Authority of the UK, which is like their version of the the now FTC, FCC, one mm-hmm. of the Fs. Um <laughs> what are the, the FBI? What are the Fs? Uh early this morning they uh, moved to block the Microsoft Activision deal after what seemed like a lot of momentum in Microsoft's favor. Like it seemed like this was going to be a done deal at some time this summer. And now um, you know, Microsoft and Activision have both announced that they plan on appealing it and, and you know they don't think it has merit, but this seems like 
best case scenario for Microsoft, this gets pushed into 2024 and worst case scenario, this um, starts to dissolve the entire deal. And like Nick mentioned, uh, their main issue was uh, sort of the idea of Microsoft monopolizing cloud gaming. And they even cited uh, the the closure of Google Stadia as something which it just seems like, well, if everyone else is failing at it, that's not Microsoft's (laughs) fault. (laughs) That was definitely Google's fault. so uh yeah i mean uh nick you you clearly have thoughts on this what do you uh what do you do you see this as uh yeah i'll preface uh, it by saying like i don't care if microsoft buys activision or not really like i don't care about the exclusives or whatever i just think it's like i tweeted about it this morning i think it's fucking hilarious like how much scrutiny this is getting when disney owns like half of the major ips and entertainment and it's Mm -hmm. like nobody batting an eye over that and now that call of duty is on the table it's like oh you know, now we have to block this whole thing. I, I think there's a lot of back back dealings going on, <laughs> and somebody got into somebody's earpiece on this. But yeah, the whole cloud thing, like, I, that makes zero sense to me. I mean, there's <clears throat> Sony has Sony has the PS Now, which is doing fine with their subscription services and everything. Like, I you know, it it really just doesn't make sense. Um, like a, a couple I, of people pointed out uh, that that them saying that they're blocking the deal due to Microsoft's possible uh, cloud monopoly actually stops Call of Duty from being on several cloud services. Like they're actually stopping the thing that they're claiming that they're blocking the deal to stop. So it's like, it really really does seem really ass backwards. Yeah, all the deals that Microsoft made with Call of Duty was going to bring it to a hell of a lot more people. (laughs) Like, so this, this makes zero sense. And like, I, I, have a feeling, you know, you know, there's a bunch of pundits and all that saying like, oh, this is going to fall through and Phil Spencer is going to lose his job. But I just don't see this holding up. I don't know. Like, that's just my my feeling on it because it's so absurd. Like the entire tech industry is probably looking at this like what? No. Yeah. Uh, like this, this legitimately. And I don't I don't want to because there's a lot of people who like they, they build their whole uh, YouTube livelihood on kind of these weird uh, company conspiracy theory type things. But I got to say, this does feel a little strange how how kind of willfully ignorant these these uh, government organizations who are supposed to do the research into these things are being about the subject matter. Like mm-hmm. anyone who cares and studies and pays attention to this stuff knows that yes, monopolies are wrong, but this particular uh, merger actually helps a bunch of different things in terms of competition because Microsoft is like super far behind Sony in that regard. And like it, it, it makes me wonder like, Remember back when uh, Sony consolidated uh, like a bunch of their executives, whatever, and it was like uh, what was it, Andrew House, who was like president of like American Studios and then Jim Ryan in Europe. And he went like, all right, we need one of you guys. And like it seemed very clear that they should have gone with Andrew House and instead they went with Jim Ryan. Yeah. And I think it might have something to do with whatever it is Jim Ryan does and whatever connections they have in Europe. It's got a European connect. Yeah, like I think like that's why I think he was chosen because like yeah. there is something that Sony has in Europe that is more valuable than everything Andrew House brought to the table. Yeah, yeah, because like, the like only, it's weird. The only market that Microsoft does really well in is the American market. <laughs> like they don't have, they hardly have a presence in Asia, Europe. Mm-hmm. Sony's always ahead in Europe. So I, yeah, it's this whole thing is wild and like. My my biggest thing, like again, I don't care about the exclusives or whatever. I'd like to see Bobby Kotick go away, and this deal would this deal would make sure that happens for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then, like, hopefully, 
the studios that are under Activision's umbrella, you know, are given more opportunities to be creative and do new things under Microsoft's cool. umbrella, you know, section off teams or whatever. But yeah, I mean, just, it, you know, Call of Duty coming to Switch, Call of Duty coming in the cloud, Call of Duty Mobile, like all this other stuff, like Call of Duty itself would have been in more hands than ever before through the deal. So to suddenly pin it on the cloud as monopolization, it's just... I read that this morning and I just a bunch of old men yelling at cloud. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, well, we see it all the time too. When like you got to, you know, watch Congress hearings on the internet and all that. These people have no fucking idea. Anytime they talk about like TikTok, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) So, Um, you know, there's, you know, a bunch of people like celebrating that, you know, this is stopping a monopoly or whatever, but it's just like, this is a dumb reason. (laughs) I, and again, like, you know, there's a bunch of people that like are, even people I respect that are like so in tune with this deal and like hyping it up and all this. And it's like, I just want, I just want Bobby code to go on. If this means that he's gone, great. And these, and like you said, being able freed up a bit. Yeah. Being, I don't know, being able to like, I, I don't know. It's not like Microsoft is going to be some Microsoft isn't some holy company. Like they have their, no, no, of course their not. massive share of, of problems. And it's not like there'll be some, um, you know, they're not going to be some miracle cure for everything, but like, well, I also uh, think it's disingenuous to like for Microsoft to constantly say like, "Oh, our gaming division is so small" because like they own the PC market. <laughs> yeah, like if you but if, P- compared to console, like PC is small too. I think. No, you have. They still own the PC market though. So to play games, you basically have to have a Windows PC. But like they don't. I mean, sure, but like they don't make money off that. Like that, that's that's like kind of a weird. Uh, like, sure, you're playing your games on PC, but like Steam is taking a cut when you buy games. And, no, I'm I'm aware uh, of that. Epic I just mean cut, like right? their their gaming market isn't just Xbox though, especially now that every computer basically has Xbox on it. On now, you know, they needed this, like I'm saying, like they have their console division, but they also have like a platform division now, where you know Xbox Game Pass on PC and you know Xbox you can. Every Windows com- computer, you can click Windows G and pull up the Xbox browser thing. So, yeah, and, I, and I feel like a lot of people just turn that off. Did they log into Steam or? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, it's uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll get called a fanboy or whatever. I just feel like I just do not like how Sony's been kind of acting for the last few years. I don't know what it is. Like just their corporate attitude has just gone really corporate where they used to feel like really friendly towards gaming and indie. And lately it's just not been that, especially if like, you know, I, it's just hard to not feel cynical towards them when they're like, Oh, all these exclusive deals. It's like, well, you locked final fantasy off of Xbox and you locked, you know, these JRPGs from square Enix off of Xbox now. And it's like, yeah, you know, shoot. Square's also doing that themselves. I don't know. Yeah, like, Square's <laughs> doing that themselves. Sony, but, that, but that's but Sony must be paying them a pretty penny to like shut off a whole market to it. I'm not sure. The, I think that's Square the only way. That's, that's that. That's another conspiracy theory that I'm that I'm behind. <laughs> I yes. think Square just wants to get bought, so they're just playing nice with Sony. Timbo Jones, but I, but yeah, like, about like Star Wars. That was the start of the stream. Welcome to. Yeah, being you don't tell, don't derail the conversation. You don't need to. Timbo Jones is fine. You don't need to tell him anything. <laughs> think about yeah. everyone who's not Timbo Jones. <laughs> But I, I agree with you in 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 regard of like Sony's like attitude, like it's it was something that they veered away from back when they kind of flubbed super hard in the PS3 era, like that whole go you know, like you'll get a second job to buy our consoles sort of attitude. Yeah. Like they're back there now, and like and like they continue to get worse because no one is able to really step in their way, like because Microsoft is is kind of floundering 
uh, against them as it has. And like you said, like they're they're not you know they're not in danger of like uh, going broke or whatever. Like, but the thing is, video games have been escalating in terms of their revenue and their importance and salt and culture and whatnot for a while now. So like. If Sony's at the top of that and Microsoft is this far behind and they're the only ones who can kind of get them to, you know, pretend that there's competition out there, then it does make sense to sort of even the playing field a bit. Because, like, yeah, I do think I think they're kind of out of control. Like the stuff Sony's been doing is just super anti-consumer and like it it sucks. Yeah, it would. Uh, it's it's one of those things like I always need to. um I need to remember, like, it's easy for me to to sort of look past all this because I'm in a position of privilege to own all the consoles. So when some, they say something's exclusive, I'm like, I, I don't care. Like, it's I'll just buy it on that thing then. Yeah. Uh, but like in the grand scheme of things like that, that does fucking suck. And and definitely you said it. None of these companies are your friends. That is absolutely true. Like none of these companies, like none of them, none of these. But, that, but that's why it's better when they fight each other. Don't you yeah. like if you're looking at Godzilla and King Kong and like Godzilla just has King Kong and like a rear naked choke and like the whole hour of the fight is like, all right, can someone like <laughs> this is boring now. <laughs> Yeah, like I let do, them fight. Yeah, give, do, them, like, give them a power raid. I mainly want this deal to be done too, just so Microsoft gets back to focusing on things other than this deal. I get, you know, I feel like the Redfall marketing has been pretty light, despite, despite previews and stuff like that. Um, it just doesn't feel like there's any hype for their biggest game since <laughs> like the middle of last year. Uh, you know. I feel like it's gotten a lot. I just think people don't care about it, which is weird because I'm very excited. I like I'm very That's excited weird. to be these to fight these vampires. Yeah. But uh yeah, you know, I as, as exciting as you know Activision Blizzard deal might be, like I'm more interested in them in picking up, you know, more studios that will actually put out quality content for them and get their pipeline going. Cause every time we have this conversation, it really comes down to like Xbox has been very slow on <laughs> releasing any high quality first party games. Um, even if they have don't worry next year that'll be uh, xbox this next year. next year <laughs> I'm just super cut of me the last 10 years of my life saying next year that's gonna be it microsoft's really gonna really gonna kick the doors open next year yeah um, like I, I, I just like i'm still waiting for what the fuck the future of halo looks like because nah, with max, Ho- max hoberman from certain affinity has been like just posting all those halo stuff about like you know design work he did on halo 3 and like prototypes and level designs and everything like that i'm really getting the the feeling in my gut that like certain affinity is leading the way on halo going forward uh well 343 restructures itself because they're in 343's entire leadership is gone <laughs> like geeky Wolfkill, bonnie ross frank frank o'connor joseph just staten they're all gone that entire leadership team is gone which they've been very very quiet about <laughs> yeah so like yeah it's just uh it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting like summer for for microsoft i think like really i i guess we've kind of said it every year but like the <laughs> e3 e3 summer game fest whatever the fuck we're calling it now like their showcase yeah like, i feel like i'm in a time loop starfield yeah yeah i mean starfield like uh, whatever if uh redfall you know falls flat um i don't think that matters starfield's the thing like if Starfield is the next Bethesda game. I think that's going to buy them so much time. If Starfield is a mess, then I think that's um, if Starfield's a mess and this deal doesn't go through, and like what you said with Halo, that's a that's 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 a tough nut to crack right there. It's yeah. Well, uh, you know, like I, I was 
looking at like what was trending on Twitter today because I kept seeing Phil Spencer's name on there and I, there's nothing of value there just because it's all Twitter blue subscribers like posting dumb memes and shit. Uh, but I, I do wonder like <laughs> I don't this I don't think this deal falling apart has anything to do with Phil Spencer like they think it does because it's all the Sony fanboys going on about that shit. Like, no, I think I think that's completely yeah, yeah. It, it's completely government bullshit. But yeah. uh, I do wonder about his leadership having been there for so long and like if we you know really don't see this exclusive pipeline like start kind of really pumping out hit after hit and on a regular basis i, I do wonder where his leadership is going to be in another year or two don't worry next year nick <laughs> let's give it let's give it one more year remember that contraband game because i didn't until oh, uh, one second ago that <laughs> yeah, <they have> <laughs> software game Two yeah, years they, ago, yeah, other than that little little After Effects trailer, like we haven't we haven't seen anything. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Um, yeah, obviously this will be a, a, a topic we uh, continue to talk about on a pretty much a regular basis, and until we, uh, <laughs> until we die. And so, yeah, the next obviously, uh, uh, so Redfall comes out in a week, uh, and then. Rumor has it that uh, Sony has a uh, their own sort of big PlayStation State of Play showcase thing uh, sometime in May, which would like be kind of outside that E3 Summer Game Fest window. And then uh, I believe uh, June 12th is when the Microsoft Bethesda showcase plus the big Starfield uh, reveal or re-reveal or whatever the hell it's going to be is. So, yeah, I'm sure one way or another, Microsoft's going to have a busy next couple months and and, you know, We'll, we'll have a lot more to talk about in about a month and a half. It's crazy how quickly that's coming as well, by the way. Yeah. It's gonna, I, in five, five, in like four days, it's going to be May. Yeah. Four days, it's going to be May. <laughs> how do we do? Like, by the time this year is over, I'll have traveled for two months out of that entire year. It's too much. Dang. This is why you need your secret <clears throat> headphones. Half of that was by Dang. accident, too. Half of that was by accident. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> roasted. By accident. <laughs> yeah. Some cursed. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the funny thing the funny thing was like we when i was we were leaving quebec from the dock shoot uh i was at the you know at the airport with omar and while we were sitting there eating breakfast he, his plane got canceled and i was like haha oh, my no, curse i was like Maha, my curse went to you and then like within five minutes i was like oh it's rebooked and i'm fine and i'm like oh that's great so then i got on the flight went to newark and i'm like oh this is going swell for me i'm like no no bad things so far and then i got delayed and more delayed and i was like oh that, that was like uh it was like that test from scorpion king where he gave him a scorpion because he was hungry and he ate it nick failed the test because he, he talked to omar <laughs> for having bad flight luck people need to bring up failing the scorpion king test <laughs> we, that is to become of just like a part of our like everyday vernacular this has been brought up before this no up it needs to it oh. needs to. I love that i just because i, I remember that, that. that yeah that scene just lives rent free in my head <laughs> Did you ever watch the sequel of that Scorpion King 2 movie? I believe <laughs> I did. Came, I think it was nowhere. It was yeah, terrible. I think it was pretty terrible. Oh, it was awful. Did you know that instead of using horses on the Scorpion King, they used camels? That was a that was a nope reference for you guys. Shout out to nope. that. Oh, never mind. Spoilers to I heard Jack, Jack finally watched it. Uh Jack <laughs> loved it, yeah. And spoilers for yeah. you guys for a good uh uh Scorpion a good, King reference. A good Scorpion King goof in Jordan Peele's nope. <laughs> Uh, speaking of nope, uh, the otaku nerd uh, over in Twitch, nope, we are not associated with the game The Escapist. That has been asked before. <laughs> Thank you. It has. It has been asked many times. So 
but, but we appreciate you. You're allowed should, to stay because we should stream it at some point just so we can do the title. The escapist plays the escapists. Oh, it's the, that game's not bad. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it is pretty. This fun. is when he escapes game night this weekend. Probably not. We gotta do golf with friends. I want to do golf with friends. I miss golf, the golf with friends. Enemies. Also has a course themed on the game, the escapist. Yeah, Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we played that before. <laughs> what? Remember that Sonic the Hedgehog level that some like child's made? Yes, that's terrible. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I'll talk nerd. You don't need to. Don't don't apologize at all. You're you're doing great. Uh, shout out to Birdie Wing Golf. That's an anime. Uh, the Flash trailer. Did you guys yeah. have a chance to watch it? Casey, I know you watched it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just finished watching it uh, seconds ago. Mere seconds ago. <laughs> um, so I'm popping in here. Uh, new trailer debuted at CinemaCon yesterday. Uh, first screening as well. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the reactions were universally positive. Um, people uh, echoing the hyperbole of uh, James Gunn saying it's the greatest superhero movie ever made. Critics were saying that. But it's like critics... I. I, I'm not. I don't want to be one to be like you're a shill, but I'm like, mm. what are you guys doing? Like, get you out. Know, just take a step back. Like, oh, take a, take a breather. Marty just take a breather. The, Marty taking the cynical side on the media. I'm just saying. Oh no, he's you should. How the how he, mighty has fallen? I have never played a game, <laughs> walked out of it, and been like, this is the greatest game ever made. Yeah. Except for Breath of the Wild. Except for Breath well, of the Wild. Okay, here's <laughs> the funny thing. As somebody that has bought a bunch of 4K mo- movie boxes, uh. There is like one journalist and his name is on like probably more than half of them. And it's always like, this was entertaining. This was fantastic. This was yeah. wonderful. And I'm like, you, you literally just say this. So you get on the box. <laughs> you I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on one DVDs box and it is final fantasy 15 Kings glaive. <laughs> it is a quote. I believe I said while hosting a comic-con panel, for Final Fantasy 15 Kingsglaive. Which yeah. I don't know. Can you take a quote like that that I said while hosting it? It's, not, mean, even it's not even a written how they, quote. How are you going to get them? Did they record it? I'm sure. Is it everything at Comic Con recorded? I don't know. I don't know. I've been there. I don't know. It's probably uh, sorry, we digressed to Comic Con. Uh, this Flash trailer. What did, you, what did you guys think? Good trailer? Bad trailer? Are you excited for this movie? Are you going to see this movie? Does the, the Ezra Miller slash. Um, DC reboot of it all um, kind of turn you off from the whole thing. Uh, I'll, I'll say um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a big fan of the Flash, the character, like outside of like Robin, Batman, sidekick, that he's probably my favorite DC superhero. Um, and the and the plot of this is like one of the best stories that I've seen the Flash in, which is that Flashpoint story where he goes back in time and meets Batman's dad and all this other nonsense. So. I was super into that idea. All the stuff about Ezra Miller being just a straight up uh, GTA character was <laughs> very, like off putting. Um, but like, like that's terrible. That doesn't necessarily color whether or not I want to see the movie. Uh, sure. Like, I don't know if that makes me a bad person. Sorry. No, no, no. no. But yeah, but off off the strength of just the trailers of what I've seen, like it looks cool. Like the visuals look super interesting. Like there's a, a bunch of characters that you know you recognize popping up in there, like the the cameo of Michael Keaton's Batman. Like that's all exciting. Uh, but it's also kind of cheap in in that way, right? It's like this is the stuff that gets fans of this sort of stuff hype. 
it really doesn't say much about what's actually going to be in that movie, how they actually handle the story and how this will deal with like the huge kind of clusterfuck of the actual DCEU as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, this is supposed to be like a way to retcon and fix that. If they somehow manage to make me excited to watch more DC movies by the end of that movie, I think that would be an accomplishment. Um, but the trailer looks nice. It does look like a bunch of filler, though. Like it's it's like filled with CG, filled with flashy stuff, and like characters. You like it, it's it's. I mean, there's two, it's, there's two flashies in this movie. There's <laughs> a lot of yeah, extra flash in that. <laughs> so like yeah, like it, it really doesn't speak to anything about the quality of the film. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what to make of that other than the trailer was cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in a pretty similar boat. Uh, the I've, I've, I've uh, gone on record many times of saying that I am a sucker for the nostalgia aimed at me when done well. Mm. And Michael Keaton is nostalgia aimed at me because like those were the superhero movies I watched as a kid, like all through the 90s. Like I watched Batman and Batman Returns just like those are my fucking favorite movies growing up. And uh, so seeing Michael Keaton come back as Batman and seemingly being a large part of the movie. So I don't know if this trailer is like trying to. Be like, look, Ben Affleck's here and Michael Keaton's here and uh, Supergirl, Super, I don't, is that Supergirl? I think that's Supergirl. I think it's Supergirl. Um, yeah. But like, they're they're all here as well to pay no attention to the live action GTA protagonist uh, who who we've cast as our main character. Um, so that like, I'm I'm gonna see it for the Michael Keaton of it all, um, you know, regardless. But uh, yeah, I I can't help but feel like Shazam Two was terrible. This is clearly going to be at least better. Like this will be better um, because it can't be worse. And I'm like, I'm excited to see what Andy (laughs) Muschietti does. He's the director. He directed the it, the it's it one and it two. Yeah, it one was really good. The second one one was really good. It two was not. Second one was garbage. (laughs) Yeah, bit a bit a little bit off a little more than than he could chew. Um, But uh, it just feels like yeah, the way they keep saying like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna be the 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 glue that gets us to this new DC universe. And I'm like, is it going to be really? Cause afterwards we still have a blue beetle movie. And then everything's going to end on an Aquaman movie, which they showed a bunch of footage and very little of it was set in water. Which I find really funny. It's like Aquaman's just like hanging out in the jungle in the desert. Because um, those are the last of the movies pre gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. The, this movie this year had four DC movies. All of them are going to be like, whatever tossing the tossing the bin i assume once guns uh superman movie picks things off for his because yeah the blue beetle trailer looked cool like i yeah. I, I just like the way that character looks in live action like they kind of and it just that. seems like it's going to be a movie just about the things the movie's about and not having to worry about like how are we going to tie it to 10 different things coming up sure. and so season two of the show like and... the next five years if they really want to yeah like that was one of the nice things about the original ant-man movie was like it kind of didn't have to bother itself too much with a larger mcu like they had that scene where he fought uh uh anthony mackie like on the roof um was that in the first Batman movie did i make that no, up that was yes that yeah was okay yeah yeah and that anthony very much Mackie seemed like by yeah that very much Paul seemed Rudd, like yes. disney was like hey you gotta put this in here like you gotta you gotta tie it to another character people are gonna know but um i liked how sort of uh aside from that how how individual the movie felt so um we'll see I don't flash is the opposite of that because flash is trying to pull from 40 years of uh of DC movies. He's going to make it all make sense. All of it. Even, even Danny DeVito's penguin. Bring back Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer. They're better. They're bigger than ever now. Oh my God. Uh, And Jack Nicholson. Jared Leto shows up. We'll we'll be upset. 
he showed up at the end of the Snyder Cut, remember? In the in the, in the mean future. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you guys remember we got a four hour Snyder Cut? You guys yeah, remember that? That happened. Dude. What a what a weird time. Yeah, the uh, pandemic really really hit us. It really took a lot out of us. Uh Nick, you gonna you gonna run out theaters to see Flash? Second, two movie going experiences in one year? <laughs> Nick does not seem impressed. You know you know what I'm gonna see this week? Sisu. Team that Sisu? Cool. Yeah, Sisu, that's the, the John Wick like, Nazi hunter. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh but no, the only the only superhero stuff I'm even looking forward to right now is the Penguin HBO series and uh Joker. <laughs> That's oh. it. <laughs> what about Guardians? You know, go see Guardians next week? Uh, uh, yeah, I might go see that. I trust James Gunn with the Guardians. <laughs> I'm really excited about the Penguin series because uh, Colin Farrell is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I look forward to him putting on like 100 pounds of prosthetics and just being a weird dude again. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, uh, you know, like I don't, I just don't have the nostalgia that a lot of people do for the stuff shown in the flesh because I haven't watched all the Michael Keaton Batman movies. Um, oh man, you should watch. You should watch the two of them. They're really good. Yeah, they hold up. Yeah, and I'll, I've got the 4K collection. I'm sure I'll pick it up at some point. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, just I don't know. Look more more superhero jumbled CGI stuff to me, and I'm just I'm just not. I, I think I've just realized like I'm not super into that. Yeah, you know, I tried to I tried with the Marvel stuff again with you know watching Doctor Strange and uh, Thor, and those those movies just didn't do anything for me. So. You know, I'm still gonna watch uh, Wakanda Forever, but I know that uh, that's a uh, iffy too for a lot of people. <laughs> so, Casey liked it. I loved it. Wakanda Forever, forever. <laughs> More like Wakanda for never. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> uh, making dumb comments is weird when I can't see you guys because I don't hear anything, <laughs> and I'm like, "Am I gone again? <laughs> Am I laughing at we're, my joke?" I'm, I'm surprised you clicking on the camera boxes doesn't just bring them okay, back. I'm That's clicking usually, everything, dog, and I'm the, yeah, like, I'm usually the what only one here. Sport. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> exit out. I'm gonna go back in. We just, oh, we, just keep making, we just keep making weird, weird faces at you. Oh, wow, that's fucking roasted. Yeah, I'm the only one in this call. It's very weird because I, I definitely uh, am not the only one in this call. Going going back to stuff we want to see, though, I think yes. I've rewatched that Ahsoka trailer like 12 times. Yeah, you got Ahsoka fever. You I, can bring, you can bring I it honestly, honestly, God, that trailer got me so fucking hyped for that series. Like, it's everything that I was hoping for in the trailer. Uh, they even I the music too is even from the composer of Rebels. Uh, so I'm like, I'm. I'm all in on that. Like Dave Filoni, I trust to make something really good. I'm like, I, I watched that Ahsoka trailer and I'm an, I'm an Ahsoka stan. Like she is the best yeah, Jedi, she's, she's, right? She's the best. But don't you do her it. series is not about her. Her series is a, is a continuation of star Wars rebels, which yeah. where she was like good. a cameo character. In. Good. That, I feel like that's unfair to Ahsoka. <laughs> no, like why is her I series want a, I want a good about story. the rebels cast? <laughs> Because it's like, always why, it's always been tied to that though. No, I mean Rebels oh, had its own story with Ezra Miller and Kane and all that stuff. And then Ezra showed Miller, up. yeah, I paid it to the galaxy. The, 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 the Clone Wars was no, really yes, yeah, it clone, wasn't Miller. <laughs> yeah, it was just Ezra. The Clone Wars was really Ahsoka's story. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the clone. Like so, yeah, I would want to see a continuation of like what she did after she like left the Jedi Order and like maybe what she was doing up until she met up with the Rebels crew and maybe some stuff happened that happens after that. Um, I 100% do want to see more Rebels content because that show was great, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's 
like where's my ahsoka series like this should have just been star wars rebels 2 sure. if they're gonna just focus on all like it's, it's literally every character from rebels along with ahsoka mm-hmm. like, why they yeah. call it ahsoka it's weird eh, i it's think weird. it's too i think it's too early to judge that from that trailer but sure. fair <laughs> fair but like it's almost like they don't think she even if even if that's a bait and switch they're like hey look at all these rebels characters you know and love and then the story is actually about Ahsoka. It's like it shows like a lack of confidence in Ahsoka carrying the series, which yeah. is crazy to me because she's the best the, Jedi. I don't know. The entire hook seems to be Ahsoka versus Thrawn. Like this is her. her yeah, Thrawn wasn't Thrawn. her beef. Like that was that was Ezra's beef. Like why is it Ahsoka versus she's Thrawn? Better Thrawn than Ezra. Yeah, she's I better. mean, true, <laughs> true. But like Thrawn has beef with Ezra. Like they're the ones who are like, you know, if you watch the end of Rebels, like they're the ones who have a rivalry. Like Ahsoka, that's that's. They're just inserting her into that story. Yeah, there's uh, I guess like I'm, I'm thinking of in the same way that Andor is kind of about casting Andor, but is also about 10 other characters. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm curious if that's how they're doing Ahsoka, which I really liked Andor, so I guess I can't really complain. But they did the same thing like this season of The Mandalorian. Very little of it was about Din and the rest of it was about all sorts yeah, of other Mandalorians and surrogate Mandalorians. They should just really come up with better titles for their series than the name of a character. Let's just go with that. That's, that's, that's also probably a really good point. Hey, have you forgot about, about oh, You know what they should do? They should have called it The Book of Ahsoka. Fuck. You know what the worst <laughs> thing is? The Book of Boba Fett was a cool title. Like when at the end of uh, Mando season two, when they said uh, coming soon, The Book of Boba Fett, I was like, that's really cool. And then we watched The Book of Boba Fett and I was like, you guys ruined a cool title. <laughs> You ruined a title I enjoyed. You know what the show, you know what the best name for the show would have been? Rebels 2. Rob, yeah, that would have Rebel, told you what was Rebels, going on. No we, can't, no, we can't have that because Rebel Moon is coming and it's going to blow Star Wars out of the water. Okay. Thanks, Zack Snyder. <laughs> uh, I see a couple people tweet uh, talking about the tweeting that they hear. Yeah, that, there's uh, some crazy birds outside my window. I'm going to close my window. Sorry. What, what sort of birds you got going on? I don't know. There's lots of bird noises out here. <laughs> There's lots of bird noises out here. You got too many birds. You got too many birds there. It usually don't sound like that around these parts, but around uh, <laughs> these parts. Um, the only the last news thing I had it wasn't even a news thing. I just wanted to say I encourage everyone. Well, no, I don't even know if I encourage everyone. There's a lot of great previews, uh, written previews, video previews of uh, Tears of the Kingdom out. Um, they are very spoiler free. They're very much just from small gameplay chunks people have got to play. Uh, but I'm very, I'm very excited for this game, and it's gonna, I'm gonna take off the rest of May. Nick, you heard it here first. Just so, taking off. So breaking news: Marty's excited about Tears of the Kingdom. Gee, breaking, breaking news. Listen, Nick, you just got to be like, oh, I love Ahsoka. Oh my god, she's got her tentacle head, and oh, she looks great. Yeah, I can be excited about Link. I'm excited they fixed her tentacles. They look real now. Not that I don't fake think shit. they're tentacles. I don't. I don't like tentacles. I don't like say she's got tentacles on her head. What do you call it? Tentacle heads. I think they have a name, and it's. it's I don't think it's tentacles. Somebody oh. in chat knows. <laughs> chat. What's what's yeah, the deal? George, what's, Sir George Lucas, you're in chat. What are tendrils <laughs> off her head called? Appendages. Yeah, they might be appendages. Someone says they're, they're horns. The, the Ahsoka. No, tentacles. those aren't horns. If they're they fleshy, like they're horns. not horns. Head tails. <laughs> How do you know they're Squid. fleshy? Squid. Squid. I, I feel see, like you if you talk, the, you can see the wrinkle marks in them and the ultra high detailed four. Do the wrinkles go up or go down? Do you see what? <laughs> uh, incredible. But yeah, I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom. 
That'll be that'll be a cool game. Speaking of cool games, if you guys been playing any cool games, Nick, you've been playing a game that we have featured on our art called yeah. Wild Frost. Not yeah. to be confused with regular Frost, who's Frost. our Frost. Our isn't, Frost isn't as wild as the Wild no. Frost Nick played. Yes, so Wild Frost is the new roguelike deck builder that everybody's talking about. And yeah. uh, be careful playing that one because it is addicting as shit. Ooh. It is also very, very... Okay, well, all the... I know somebody in the chat is going to do it, so in pre-advance of that, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but the game is very randomized, very difficult, and I have not beaten it yet after playing it for like 15 hours. So either I haven't figured something out or I'm just bad at the game. It's fine. Put it on easy. That's what I do. That's how I get through games. There is no easy difficulty. Oh. There's no such thing. No such thing in this game. Uh, But yeah, like it's a very fast paced roguelike deck builder. Uh, uh, Elise did a 3MR on it, so you can go watch that if you, you know, want to know more in depth details on it. But, uh, you know, if you really like stuff like. um, Some people have described it as like Slate Aspire. I think it's a lot more like Monster Train. Um, with lots of stackable effects and all that um and so like there's all kinds of different combinations and cars unlocked to kind of like you know create strategies on the fly and that's that's what i really like about games like this is like when you're really having to think as you go um but i do think like again it i may just not be great at it yet uh, but i feel like there are some balancing issues with how much how random it can be because like we slide the spire i kind of like there's a there's a difficulty curve that kind of goes like the you know a nice curve and in this, as soon as you get to the second area, like, you know, you're either getting uh, enemies that like really stack up their defenses or enemies that really stack up poison. And it's really hard to kind of get around that as far as I've seen so far. But yeah, there's all kinds of all kinds of different effects uh, to use. Like the car combinations are really fun. Um, it's got like this whole companion system. So you get like one master card and then a companion. And so you mix match all the stuff. Um, I really can't recommend it enough. Like it's just one of those games like Marvel snap. Like I just, I sit down mm-hmm. with my steam deck, play a couple rounds and then I, you know, I go away. I, I, been, oh God. No, I just want to say I, I've been wanting to get into one of these deck builders. Cause I've, I've bounced off of a lot of them. The closest one I had was when I had that extended time with darkest dungeon. And that was pretty fun. But, um, wild frost seems much more up my alley. Like I, I really liked uh, the monster train um, mechanics. Like yeah, I had a friend who got like this, super addicted to that. He was he was like going on length, telling me about how it worked. I was like, oh, that sounds actually really cool. So if this is like monster train. I, I might jump on it. Yeah, it's it. I would say it's much closer to monster train than something like Slate Spire. So I would definitely, I would definitely give it a go. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing a, a shit ton of people talking about it, and I like uh. It, it, People have said that the it has this very sort of bright, cheerful, cartoony aesthetic to it that um, it does. Yeah, like I really like the it's, art. It's yeah, really excellent music too. Like the themes on bo- on the two levels that I've gotten to play are just I've heard them a million times already, but I still love them. Uh, yeah, but then you know it's able to obviously uh, pack a punch with uh, obviously the difficulty and everything. So yeah, uh, Chucklefish is a really good uh, really good publisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing that yeah, um, yeah. Witchbrook game too, and I, I really Witchbrook, can't wait to yeah. see more of that. I haven't seen that in a very long time. I think they just shut off some cool art early, and then we're like, "We'll make the game after this." We promise. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the, the publisher given... for Wargroove too, which is yeah. has a similar look to this, and is like a yeah, super yeah. solid tactic, like a Advanced Wars esque tactics game. Yeah. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of, there's a game. Uh, 
it's not even on Steam yet. I just saw someone tweet out. I don't even know the name of this. This is a very bad segment. Uh, <laughs> but it is a uh, 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 it is a Stardew Valley like game that is kind of like randomized. So you wake up this you're in a town and you 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 do Stardew Valley stuff and you date people in the town. But one of the potential suitors is a serial killer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so every time you jump into the game, you have to figure out like who the killer is. And so it could be like, oh, I want to date this person. Then all of a sudden you find out that, that the person you're dating is a serial killer. Um, seems okay. neat. To be honest, seems a, very neat. What it's Star, Stardew Valley legs. If you like those, uh, I think Roots of Roots of Patch just came out today, I think, or mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, and it's like prehistoric Stardew Valley. Ooh, and, yeah. that's it's like the past. Yeah, the like dinosaurs. Uh, uh, like yeah, well, not I don't think dinosaurs, but like uh, woolly mammoths, that kind of era. So I guess nah, those pre- are just like pre- those are like dinosaurs. Some dinos in there. What are we doing? Roots of Patch. Yeah, yeah. There might be dinos in there. I don't know. They should roots of Patcha in some dinosaurs. Again, I didn't see you guys. Did you guys like my joke? Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely we definitely smiled at you. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um. <laughs> also, Tesla Tesla Cora Two surprise surprise drop last week. I'm very excited to play that when I have a chance. Uh, what's Tesla Grad Two? Uh, I know it's side, name. side-scrolling puzzle game uh, sequel to the original, obviously, because it's got a two in the name. You should be excited about it because it's got a two in the name. Uh, but the puzzles are all based around like magnets. Oh, Ooh, magnetism. Yeah. Magnets well, cool. at least the first game was. I don't know what's all in the second game. I'm sure it's expanded beyond that. Uh, and then Star, cool Star, Star Freak has asked a question in chat. I don't want to say it because I feel like it's a spoiler, but yes. That's your, that's Do your they favorite. talk about Jedi Survivor? Is that a spoiler? Yes. No, 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 no. Like, no. like they asked the question a lot earlier that I just... I was waiting to say yes to, but yes. So it was just yes. Well, I, I, I think Marty mentioned something like that. He did as well. I feel like yeah. it's a spoiler to mention it again. <laughs> so no, yes. <laughs> for, for me, it was All a right. big reveal. For me, it was a big reveal because I've been reading the books. So. I don't yeah, don't worry about it. Then. Just I've answered the question. You, did, you right. did incredible. You did an incredible job of keeping of keeping the podcast uh, to the point and keeping the conversation flowing. Uh, I played the viewfinder demo. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, the one with the where you take a Polaroid and it like well, you just fucking put it in the world. Oh my god, it is oh, it is try that. It is a it is a brain scratcher uh, in the same way that the original Portal was. Um, I'm I'm really digging that. Uh, you can check out the demo. It's on Steam. Uh, viewfinder is, is yeah, the demo the, like actual puzzles or is it like kind of like a, a yeah like a play area like a no it tosses you area. in and you just have a series of puzzles um and it's like very lightly there's some sort of connected tissue story to it but um it's probably about like 20 minutes half an hour depending on how long some of you take and uh and it's 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 you're able to really play with the uh kind of the mechanics and how weird things can get so it's ultimately uh you find like polaroids in the world and you hold them up and when you hit a button that Polaroid becomes a part of the world that is now 3D. So if you you're in a room without a, any any doors, and then you can hold up a Polaroid of a door leading out to a courtyard, and then hit the button, and suddenly you can just walk through the door of that Polaroid and and go into the area beyond. So, um, but they like every time I thought I found like the um, the uh, 
like extent of how deep they'd go with the idea, they threw more wrinkles at it that like really impressed me. So really, yeah. really cool demo. I'm really excited and, for that and one. Just thirty minutes they they like expanded your mind as to the yes. possibility. Every oh, every yeah. time I was like, Oh, this is the this is where the idea ends and they introduce something else. I'm like, Oh my god, that's so clever. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing I'm writing up something on that that should be up probably tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, the demo at the mix was like 15 minutes, and like you, you could see it in Yahtzee's eyes. Like that will be one of his top five games of the year, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Easy. <laughs> yeah, it's really, uh, really clever. So I uh, highly, highly recommend that for anyone who likes. In fact, first person head scratchers. Demo right now. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, available on available on Steam. So check that out. Um, Casey, you've been you've been oh, playing. Well, sorry, what was the name of Polaroid? Viewfinder. Yeah, I'm putting. <laughs> sorry, I'm dropping the link in. They probably they probably can't use the word Polaroid. Uh, no, I believe that is uh, <laughs> that is uh, taken. Um, Casey, what have you you been playing? Anything cool? Uh, yeah, actually, um, uh, every well, not every Friday, but some Fridays uh, at my other job, uh, we do like these sort of like uh, like fun uh, team building activities where we just, like just play random multiplayer games on Steam. Um, and uh, me and the the crew were playing duck game which is that uh mm. it came out a while ago uh yeah. it's an adult swim games joint and it's pretty much just like a a platformer uh pvp uh like shooting like, like arena kind of yeah you know i've never seen towerfall like i, I oh. know the name of that game i don't know what towerfall is yeah it, it, i'm shocked you didn't play it uh it launched as an ouya exclusive <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that's why i know the name and i've never seen gameplay yeah. of this thing but, but yeah, like it's it's really silly. It's really uh, goofy. Like it's got great music, great pixel art. And you just have a bunch of like cutesy looking pixel ducks and you put like hats on them. And then they're just armed with like weapons and grenade launchers and like rockets and stuff. And like there's these elaborate, um, you know, platforming things where you can like drop through places like open and close doors. And like you can screw over, you know, the other people who are trying to kill you. Because like most weapons uh, have line of sight, and then you're just shooting across the screen, and you can like duck, like you can do, you can literally do like a running slide. And on several occasions, like I would just slide under somebody's shot, and then I like, shotgun them, like it was freaking Destiny, but it was a 2D pixel duck game. It was really fun. Like it, it, it it's chaotic fun when you get like a bunch of people doing it. Like it's it's very simple uh, multiplayer game, but like if you if you at all are looking for something like that, Duck Game is actually a, a ton of fun in short you play bursts, for a game night. This would be a fun little. Yeah, it would probably be a really fun game, game night, honestly. Yeah, and you could buy like a discounted four pack of it. Put that in the queue. Um, so yeah, play a little bit of Duck Game, uh, but I've actually been playing a lot of Metal Unit, which was the game that I de- I tried out for uh, this past Hidden Gems, um, and it's it's a roguelike. It's two D. It's pixel art. Uh, so. Uh, and it's very, very, very anime. Like it's, it's essentially anime girls who have to pilot like mech suits. And like, there's, there's this whole story of like the main character's sister, like defected and they're fighting these aliens or whatever. And there's like, there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. The story is, the story has beats that are interesting, but like, there's a, there's a little too much dialogue, like some fluff in there that you can skip past, honestly. Uh, but what, what really like what really connected me to this game was on top of it feeling fun, like in terms of like, uh, you can dash around, you can double jump, uh, you can, uh, you have melee attacks and you have like uh, ranged attacks and whatnot. Uh, but where the game like really started to come together was in this synthesis system, uh, cause you get random drops of all sorts of different weapons and you get a lot of them. So like you'll quickly fill up your inventory. 
But with synthesis, you can take any two items, regardless of what they are, and fuse them together. Like there's no cost to it. You don't have to use any sort of resource or whatnot. And you get, based on what you put together, either something of the same class with a small chance of getting something of a higher class, or if you use something specific, like uh, if you like know a recipe beforehand or from experimentation, you can get a specific item. So like I put two broadswords together and got like a giant broadsword. And like when you equip that, you can like it's an entirely different weapon. Like it's just it's not just a bigger version of the old one. Like it's an entirely different weapon it has its own, uh, you know, combos and whatnot and abilities. And uh, like most roguelikes, like as you start to collect more weapons and like trinkets and other gear, they synergize with each other in like really really fun ways. Like uh, I at at one point I got. Like, and, and some of the stuff you just get from synergizing as well. But like I got um, I got a mod that when I shoot an enemy, a ton of icicles come from like my little partner robot to attract the enemy that I just shot. And oh, then I got an cool. additional mod that um, increased the size of all my projectiles by like 30 percent. So like I would f I was filling the screen with just all this jank. I would shoot one thing and then there's all this jank would explode out of me and head towards yeah. the enemy. And then like I, I got I got hold of um a particular weapon that was, was like the sword the sacred sword of blah blah blah. And like it's it's a sword that's so long, like it, it covers like almost half the screen <laughs> when you when you swing the blade. And like it was a thing that just dropped for me from like uh yeah. for like just you know experimenting or running around. Um and like on, on top of like all the junk they give you, like there's just fun, fun, fun stuff to experiment with. The levels are actually really fun because like they're they're not randomly generated. Like the way they're thrown at you, I think, is maybe random, but they're all bespoke. Like um, I came across a couple of the same level, but like they have cool designs where like um, there's a bunch of stuff on the top and there's a secret that you can drop in underneath. And then like there's a level challenge under there or that is like a puzzle challenge where you have to go through like laser grids or whatever. So like it, there's just so much depth that I was finding very very early on, and as I was ex and as I was going through the game, um, I was just finding more. Like there's more secret stuff. Like there's more upgrades and stuff that you can get. Like there's more stuff you can equip. Like you can unlock the ability to equip extra stuff to your mag so that it can start holding some of the extra stuff that you can't anymore, and then it increases your ability to synergize. So like I was just getting more and more curious as to like how how much can I do? Like how far can this go? And like I've I've just been having a lot of fun with it so far. That's awesome. Are you are you going to play more of it uh, off stream? Like, do you think it was one of those games? Uh, yeah, like? I was already playing more of it off stream, and I, I do oh, think nice. I'll be going back to it to because it's just fun. Like, it's 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 quick. Like the the runs can take a while, especially if you're like doing well, mm -hmm. and it's not hard to do well if you engage with the synergy system. Because like, if you, even if you end up with a ton of junk, like it's all useful because you can just mash it all together, and then you'll get something that you might want to use. Yeah, well, that sounds so really it's cool. really fun to experiment with. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Did you play anything else? Uh, uh, just some Jedi Survivor, but that. But we were just about that. <laughs> we did talk about that. Nick, what about you? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, aside from Wild Frost, I I think I willed another sequel into existence. Uh, Blasphemous Two was announced last week, and I just happened oh, I to buy that. it like two days before and started playing it, and then the sequel was announced. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of a lot of Blasphemous on my Steam Deck. Uh, really like the combat system in that the only part I'm not huge on is the level design. It's kind of a, it's it's just not very good at like kind of letting you know like what area is too hard for you, like you're not leveled up enough kind of thing. Because there's you can kind of go in any direction you want. Um, 
so I guess maybe it's just a skill gap thing, but it's one of those games I'm probably going to have to go look at a little bit of a guide to just to kind of get like a, a suggested path to get through it. But love the art. The boss fights have been a lot of fun. Uh, and the and aside from the not knowing where to go so much, the, the level design is good. Like the platforming and all that feels really fun. If it reminds me a lot of like Dead Cells uh, in the way it feels to play that game. So I was uh, never able to get into Dead Cells, which bummed me out because everyone I know who got into it fucking loved it. Yeah, that game is fun as hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then still been playing that Demonologist game, which is that new Phasmophobia-like. Uh, it needs needs a lot of work, but uh, what's there so far, I think I think I talked about it on the last breakout I was on too. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's it's got a lot more <laughs> good jump scares. Like the the map will change on you, kind of all all over the place. Like objects will move. Like the visuals will change which is a thing that like phasmophobia just doesn't really do. Like it relies on a lot of um, phasmophobia, like relies a lot on like sound to kind of scare you where demonologist is both visuals and sound. And it really screws with you a lot more because in phasmophobia, I think for the most part, everybody will witness the ghost events that happen. But in demonologist, like ghost events can happen to a single person. And so sometimes, like, we'll be all in a room together and one of us will just scream and run the fuck out of the room. They're like, what the, What happens? <laughs> it's like, you know, there's like a little, like, creepy doll crawling around on the floor. A bot, like, a head explodes in the hallway or the, the hallway turns to bones. And Dead Space uh, 3 all over again. Yeah. The hallway turns Casey to and I bones. Hang the hallway turns to bones. <laughs> yeah, like, you'll, you'll be in, like, the in the first level, you'll be in the hallway and all of a sudden, like, it'll flash and then the whole hallway is, like, covered in bones. It's it's a cool visual thing, so I think uh, yeah, I think that one has a really good potential, has a lot of potential to really shape up well over one point into early access and the one point uh, to be the next big Phasmo hit. Yeah. No, coming for they're coming for Phasmo's throne. It's <laughs> it, a lot of games are going for it. Not many are getting. Does Phasmo there. do anything? Every time we play that game, it's the same. Do they add stuff? Uh, I mean, it gets scarier when you do the bigger maps and all that, and you have less places to hide and all that. No, I mean, do they add anything to it? Like, yeah, is it, is are there game... like updates or changes? There's, yeah, there's still there's still making updates to it. I don't. There hasn't really been, aside from new maps, like not really huge content drop for it. Mm-hmm. I imagine they're. I imagine they're working on like their next Phasmophobia because like it, it nearly needs to be upgraded. Phasmophobia two. Uh, I would hope so. Think about it. Yeah. Or yeah, the Phasmophobia Richard, or Phasmophobias. Richard Wells is uh, super phasmophobia. gearing up for a major update. They're doing, yeah, they're doing like a whole revamp of like the progression system uh, in that game, but not Phasmos like is not for me. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I love, I love the the detective part of it of like deciding, trying to decipher what the ghost is and and just kind of like when you're playing with your friends and watching them get terrified is hilarious. George Lucas said phasmophobe. I I uh, that's really good. <laughs> That's it's that would be very that'd be a mouthful on a box, but I like it. Um, only the game I've been playing is the Resident Evil 4 remake, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, it's just very long. <laughs> it is. Um, is it where, longer than the original game or was the original no, game super really long? Oh, okay. Where are you at? Uh, I just got off the ramparts where you have to destroy the catapults. Mm. Wait, like right when you get into the castle or yeah. like, okay. So chapter um, seven. Gotcha. It is insane that that game came out like a month ago and I've just burned through it and I have no memory of it. Like, <laughs> I don't need, I, I don't know for oh. sure if I played through that game other than 
the, the video evidence that I played through the entire game. <laughs> Other than that, though, great game. One of the best <laughs> I, I, do, I do have to say, like, I, I I think I'm a bigger fan of the first-person Resident Evil games over the third-person ones. Like, 7 and 8, I really enjoy both of those. Still, like, I, I like what I'm playing it for, but I definitely enjoy the first person just for the immersive aspect of it more interesting and those were the first ones you came on right like uh jesus sentence uh that was uh the first resident evil you played was seven right yeah yeah so I, i'm curious if like that's a you know a thing where like if you start resident evil in first person most people will like you know gravitate towards that as opposed to third person uh maybe i don't i don't know i just like yeah, maybe. I don't know. Seven, seven's actually like a scary game. Eight wasn't scary. Four isn't scary. And two wasn't scary. No, so no. I think did I like the more horror. I did. I did. I played the remake of two, yeah. Oh, the only yeah. one I haven't played now is three. Mm. Two's really good. Yeah. Two rules. Uh, cool. I think that's I think that's about it for us. Um, think so. And Casey, you got another stream coming up in 30 minutes. Oh, dang. I do. What are you guys? What are you guys up to? What what sort of trouble are you guys getting in? What God are you going after? Uh, we. I know. I know the last stream. I saw we're going you. back to Tartarus. Okay. Tartar sauce. So they're <laughs> they're heading towards uh, Kronos, I believe. Oops. Uh, maybe I I forget. Yeah. yeah but we. Yeah. We. Jamba says we just left Hercules. He went and... Hercules. Oh, we did. Yeah, we we uh, we beat the. Sh- oh my God, we beat the shit out of Hercules. How was Jesse? It is That is an extremely violent murder. How's how's Jesse finding the brutality of this one? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I want to say like back when this first came out, like it was like, oh, they're doing something here. Like games have never been like this. But now it's a little novel. Like it, it is definitely gruesome. But like there are games like Mortal Kombat like ten, eleven have come out since. You know, so I, I don't think he's like shocked by like what's in it but uh, it's definitely a, a jump from the last one yeah. but uh but it's still fun oh, i know he's having on. a good time we're getting a lot he's of good kidding. uh lore uh and and god information he's gonna have a blast killing chronos Kratos <laughs> <laughs> for chronos chronos for Kratos. um mm-hmm. i don't know why i said that but that's yeah and then after oh, we also uh, we killed an innocent woman last stream that was that was kind of sad <laughs> that was in poor taste <laughs> Kratos that was in worse poor and worse. Taste. <laughs> you can't play those new kind of war games you'd be like yeah i know i'm supposed to sympathize with kratos but he killed that he killed yeah, like now war. now you understand oh, why he, he just does civilians in the first and second yeah game. but this, this one seemed especially like uh oh yeah just the... like yeah like the lady who's just kind of like a prisoner and he just like pushes her around and then ultimately uses her as a prop <laughs> that gets yeah. her killed and it's like damn kratos <laughs> kratos you cold-blooded uh, yeah, those those original games can get, can get a little gross. Ooh, <laughs> just a little, little icky. Uh, Nick, did you just whisper "Ooh, season two? Yeah, I, I was sweet tooth comes out tomorrow. I forgot. But that show was really good. Is that, <laughs> that about killing? Really good. Is that about killing? No, no, no. It's about oh. a boy who is a deer. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Shout out to Robert Downey Jr. He's a producer on the show. Oh, is he? He's not the boy or the deer. <laughs> He's not any of those. That show has no business being as good as it is, but it's really good. Is it based off like a good comic? I think it is. Yeah. One of those comics that don't got superheroes in it. It's like just the last of us, but also, um, it's like the last of us, I guess. I don't just, it's, it's like the last of us, but with the deer boy. 
Yeah, with like human animal hybrids instead of fungi. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Hmm. Um, cool. What else do you got going on, Casey? What should folks check out? Oh, uh, in terms of like streams and stuff. Yeah, Jenny. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Again, no. not not being able to see you guys throws off my whole vibe. This is all very. No, strange. no, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, you guys can find me at Simigears Nine on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, check for the podcast, the weekly show I do every Sunday, uh, called the Sigma Show. Search for it; uh, it should pop up somewhere. Um, today's Wednesday. Tomorrow, I'll be back with Marty playing uh, Half Life Two. Uh, we, we finally are done with the boat bits. I think. I hope we are done with the boat, bits. boat bits. You we got, got a gravity, gravity gun. gun. Yeah, that's the whole heart and soul of Half Life Two, right? So we're gonna start doing some gravity shenanigans. We're going to a nice little town called Ravenholm. You're gonna have a great uh, time. What, Marty? <laughs> Nick is just holding up propaganda and into the camera. <laughs> I don't. I can't even see what it is. What is it? A copy of Half Life? No, it's a party party. Oh, <laughs> fucking what? This is like, this is uh, you're uh, you're being rude to my computer disability of not being able to see other people. Computer disability. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, outside of the that stream, um, no adventure is live this week. Uh, right. but Saturday is Nick's persona dancing all night stream. We're not dancing. No, because that's an actual persona game, right? So, dancing hey, all, dance all day stream. Persona all day stream. Uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be doing uh, our our next all day Persona stream, 10 a.m. Central on Saturday, all the way up through game night, uh, and then we're gonna figure out what we're doing for game night. So it'll be fun. We're not doing Fall Guys with the Destructoid team this week. They thought they they cannot make it this week, so we're gonna uh, do that. Some okay. So we have to figure out maybe golf with friends. Someone mentioned they wanted to play golf with friends. It might have been me. No, it was Frost. It, it, it was Frost. literally you this stream. No, 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 The reason no, I brought it up earlier. the stream was someone yeah. else mentioned in that channel. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Marty cool. and I will be back tomorrow to start Alan Wake on the Xbox, revisiting the Xbox streams. I think there's other streams tomorrow. I don't know what else is going on. I've been gone too long. You're playing Alan we Wake just, remake just, or like the original 360 Alan Wake Alan remastered? Wake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we just had the other stream tomorrow. Half-Life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Disney on Friday too, Lion King. Nope, uh, they did Lion King last week. Oh no, they didn't. They did Jungle Book last week. It's Lion King this week. That's right. We, but are they going to play I can, I can see Casey's Lion Secret Lion King? Oh, the the game, the Sega Game Gear version. <laughs> yeah, it's on the collection. <laughs> the one that haunts my dreams. They should. They should play that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, tune into that, and then uh, yeah, then that check out uh, all the great all the great stuff we have uh, going on in the channel, all the great stuff we have going on, on the website. I'm writing about fucking Zelda games every day, like a weirdo. Go check that stuff out, and uh, yeah, everything else. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in, for the super chats, for for the support, for for the memberships. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, and remember, tune back in in about 25 minutes for get Jesse to the Greek. Uh, so for Casey and Nick, this was Marty, and this was Breakout episode number 84. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye. Close to 100 episodes of this you put up in with Oh, my own. gosh, my golly. I don't know what week the 100th one's going to be. Let's see. That takes math. We don't do that here. Should be August 16th. Sweet. <laughs>